now we're ready to get into the frontiers. And so what this is the second year that we've done this convening. And the way that it's organized is uh, that we are, is an opportunity for us and our partners to outline the future direction of workforce development, both in San Diego um, and across the country. Because um, whenever we have big challenges to face, and we are facing um, big challenges in the United States labor market with access to opportunity, um, and lack of access to opportunity, um, it requires fresh thinking to solve those problems because the same old thinking is going to give us the same old result. And so this frontier symposium is where we're trying to push the boundaries of what workforce development means. Um, and so we have three different topics and spe um, speakers who are going to kind of challenge maybe some of our long-held bel beliefs about what workforce development means for a given community. Last year at this event, um, we introduced another concept that might challenge the way that we thought about what workforce development and what not-profit workforce boards can or should be doing. Um, and we introduced the concept of income share agreements. And um, what I want to do today was to give you a brief update on that before we get into the, the concept. So last year, we introduced ISAs, or income share agreements, as an alternative way to finance education. Um, through an ISA, students receive training up front at no cost and pay a small portion of those funds back into a fund if and only if they make a high paying job. We were really interested in ISAs because it shifts the risk of financing higher education uh, from students to other parties and it aligns incentives for job placement and high quality jobs from students um, and institutions as well as businesses in our community. So we're all working together to get people access to opportunity. And so when applied responsibly, we believed that income share agreements had an opportunity to provide access to, to folks to get upskilling opportunities that otherwise didn't exist. Last year, we shared this with all of you. Um, we had a concept, some partners, and that was about it. One year later, we are pleased to share that we raised $3.5 million for the first ever Workforce ISA fund, and through uh, some donors that you may have heard of and some that may you haven't, Google.org, the James Irvine Foundation, and Strata Education. They, thank you, Chris is in the audience today. Chris Goodrew from the Strata Education. We appreciate your initial investment. And a few other investors, uh, we were able to create the first ever renewable learning fund where 100% of the student's income after training goes back into the fund to be recycled for the next generations of students coming behind them. That, in our mind, is true sustainability for workforce development financing. And And so we were pushing the bound. There were other income share agreement programs out there from different boot camps and that kind of thing. And, um, but we were the first kind of nonprofit workforce board to create this renewable learning fund structure. And now there's 70 students enrolled in class, and many of them in, in IT courses with UC San Diego Extension. And um, many folks have access to these courses that are traditionally underrepresented in tech careers in San Diego. So um, almost 70% of the, the folks in the class are people of color. 63% um, are first-generation college students, and 45% are female. And we just will also really want to thank UC San Diego Extension um, and Dr. Mary Walshock, and in particular Josh Shapiro, for kind of uh, taking this leap with us and trying this out. So I just want to give them a hand. And 
over the last year, other people noticed what we were doing here in San Diego because we had a different approach to how we wanted to, to fix this problem of access to opportunity. Our project has been profiled in CNBC and Forbes and in local outlets like the San Diego Union Tribune. And people are very intrigued about what we're up to in San Diego because we are financing this so differently as a public workforce board from some of the other income share agreements out there. And we actually are pretty radical in some of the consumer protections that we've introduced into the ISA contracts that students are signing. And those protections are being modeled and used in legislators in Washington state um, to New York State to um, some conversations we had um, with uh, a Senate bill that's been introduced in, um, in the U.S. Senate. And so the work that we're doing here and the work that was introduced in this room a year ago um, is having big ramifications for how we're thinking about financing um, higher education and workforce development. The future of our work on the income share agreements face is is we think very big. We, our goal is to raise between 25 and 30 million to expand income share agreements and kind of renewable income share agreements um, into other sectors. And you might think, why, did we, why are we talking about 25 and 30 million dollars a year? Um, well, when we looked at our own customer data, we're about 30 million dollars short of meeting the need from people who are coming into our centers and asking for financing for upskilling into new careers. And so we're doing um, everything we can to, to, with our federal dollars and other local dollars, and we're $30 million short. And so we can either say, oh, well, you know, better luck next year, customer, come back next year, maybe we'll have some money, or we can find a different way to raise that money. And so that's why our goal is $30 million by 2025. Um, we're expanding offerings outside of tech in particular. We're looking at um, advanced manufacturing in healthcare. Um, as well as some construction opportunities. Um, and we're doing more and more legislation and field, field building with the help of the Lumina Foundation. And finally, we're tackling the student debt problem head on. Um, we are doing some feasibility with the Rockefeller Foundation on understanding um, what it could look like to uh, convert defaulted student debt from someone who's dropped out of college but is still paying on their student debt converting that into an ISA and providing workforce training. And um, that's something that we're interested in to, to tackle the student debt crisis head on. So um, I wanted to share that for a couple of reasons. One, we're really, really, really excited about it. And we wanted to thank all our partners. Um, and two, the ideas that we're talking about here, we're, as an organization, we are in our board, we are committed to putting both money and serious energy behind the ideas that you're about to hear so that next year, we hope that you, we have similar updates for the topics that we're going to cover today. 